Hello and welcome back to the Reincarnated Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Stishon, and once again I'm bringing you one of the scariest, creepiest, and most skin-crawling tales of terror that the golden age of radio had to offer. For this week, we're going lights out again with a story about a novelist and when his work becomes a bit too real. Today, the cast of Michael Misko, B.K. Dawson, Mike Williams, and myself reincarnate the Locked Room Mystery from Lights Out, which originally aired on October 23rd, 1935. So turn off the lights, gather round, and remember, if this story scares you, it scared your grandpappy first. And enjoy the Reincarnated Radio Podcast. A footstep sounded in the stillness of the empty room. Devereux turned. Good evening, said a suave voice. Who, who are you? demanded Devereux. You don't remember me? said the suave voice mockingly. You can't be! Harvey Kerrigan! gasped Devereux. The other laughed. I am Harvey Kerrigan in the flesh, he said. Devereux reached for the telephone. I wouldn't touch that if I were you, warned the man who called himself Kerrigan. He stepped to the wall and flicked on the lights. Their radiance flooded the room. Devereux noticed that his adversary was weaponless. And there's where I'm stumped. How come, Sam? I don't know how to kill the guy. Have him shoot him. No, I can't. In the chapter ahead of this one, Kerrigan tells his friends that he's going to kill Devereux, and as Kerrigan starts up in the elevator to Devereux's office, his well-meaning friends take his gun away from him, and his pocket knife even. He hasn't got a weapon of any kind. Mm, mightn't they have missed something? What, for instance? Eh, might have a sawed-off shotgun in his sleeve. How about a blackjack? No. Why? Well, uh, I want bloodstains, see? Oh. Well, wouldn't there be a paper knife or something on the writing guy's desk? No, I made it clear that Devereaux always wrote in longhand, in a bare room like this one, with nothing in it but a table and a chair. Oh, oh, well, couldn't he stab the guy with a pen? He uses a pencil. Ha, uh, throw him out the window? No, that won't do. This guy Devereaux is an odd sort of bird. His windows are nailed down in his penthouse room, see? He is a nut on soundproofing. Has to concentrate, he says. Beats me. Mm. I don't know. I've got to get something, some way for Kerrigan to murder Devereaux so there can be bloodstains. I give up. Well, let's have a drink and see if that gives us any inspiration, eh? You birds are no help at all. Go on, mix yourselves a drink. I'll see what I can do. But for the love of Mike, think about this thing, will ya? I need help. Come on, bud. Let's go and see if we can mix up some inspiration. Everything to drink out in the kitchen. Go ahead. Bring me one when you come back. All right. What do you want? Anything. We'll bring you an iced tea. You bring me iced tea and I'll make you drink it. Oh, mercy, mercy, your majesty. Who are you? Good evening. Who are you? How did you get in here? (laughs) My dear Mr. Chase. Or is it Devro? Who the devil are you? 
My name is... Well, it doesn't matter. What seems to be wrong? I don't know that that's any of your business. Look, here now, how did you get in here? And what do you want? You're not going to throw me out, I hope. I most certainly am, if oh, you- Oh, no, 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 don't. I beg of you. Well- Ask me to sit down, please. Uh, uh, sit down. Now, can I help you, Mr. Chase? I want to know how- How I got in here is of no importance. Well, what do you want? Don't you want some help? Are you a friend of Bud Taylor? Of Don Stewart? Never heard of him. Well, I'm sorry, mister. I'm trying to finish a mystery story that I promised a publisher for a week ago, so if you don't And you're having some difficulty in getting rid of one of your characters. How did you know that? I found out. So I see. If you'd read me what you have there, in your typewriter- Uh, Listen, my friend. I'll make you a proposition. If you can show me the way to get out of this jam I've written myself into, I'll pay you- I don't want to be paid, Mr. Chase. I'll pay you anything in reason. Suppose you read that last paragraph. Well, I- Who the devil are- All right. Listen. A footstep sounded in the stillness of the empty room. Devereaux turned. Good evening, said a suave voice. Who- Who are you? demanded Devereaux. You don't remember me? asked the suave voice, mockingly. You can't be! Harvey Kerrigan! gasped Devereux. The other laughed. I am Harvey Kerrigan, in the flesh, he said. Devereux reached for the telephone. I wouldn't touch that if I were you, warned the man who called himself Kerrigan. He stepped to the wall and flicked on the lights. Their radiance flooded the room. Devereux noticed that his adversary was weaponless. And that's all. <laughs> Look, here. Now, I'm going to call the I police. I wouldn't touch that phone if I were you. What? What do you mean? Wait till I turn on... Flick on, I believe. The lights, Mr. Chase. Who? Who are you? My name, Mr. Chase, is Harvey Kerrigan. An old-fashioned, eh? Yeah, why not? Give me a lump of sugar. Three lumps if we all want one. Here's the bitters, too. Good. Got any ideas for Sam's story? So your name's Harvey Kerrigan, huh? That's right. I didn't know there was anybody named Harvey Kerrigan when I chose that name for my villain. I'll go over what I've written and change the name. Don't bother. You don't mind? Not at all. Well, uh, thanks. Would you like to have a drink? I don't drink, Mr. Chase, but thank you. Perhaps I can help you out with your book. Oh, I'll certainly appreciate it. Now you had Kerrigan come up to this fellow's room. Devereux, yes. Without any weapons at all. That's right. Exactly the same way I came up. I haven't any weapons. Well, I'm glad. (laughs) How do you want Devro killed? He has to be killed some way, so there'll be bloodstains. I see. There isn't a paper knife on your desk? No, nor Devereaux's. 
As a matter of fact, I made Devereaux a good deal like myself. I like to work in this room, way up here, with the windows nailed down tight so I can't hear any of the traffic sounds from the street below. And I thought perhaps that setup sounded a trifle eccentric, like Devereaux was, so I just used myself as a model for the chap. I see. You have a kitchen here? Yes, Bud Taylor and John Stewart are out there now, mixing a drink. Couldn't I, I, I mean, couldn't Kerrigan, have gone down to the kitchen and got a butcher's knife? No. Why not? Because all the doors from this room have spring locks on them, which can be opened only by pressure of this button on my desk. But what about your friends in the kitchen? How will they get back in here? Knock on the door and I'll press the button. But in the story, there was nobody else in the penthouse when Devereaux was killed. I'm beginning to think I made it impossible. Oh, no, 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 not impossible. We'll just have to think for a moment. That's what I've been doing for a week. And getting nowhere. Right. Hmm. Well, isn't it feasible to believe that your character, Kerrigan, sat also and talked with his victim for a while, whilst in his mind wrestling with the problem of how to murder Devereux? Probably, but he couldn't have wrestled with it as long as I have. No, you're probably right. How do you picture Devereux, Mr. Chase? Well, a great deal like myself, I'm afraid. Using myself as a model for the character, I couldn't help writing a lot of myself into him. Hmm. Well, if you can figure it out, Mr. Kerrigan, you're a lot smarter than I am. Perhaps I am, Mr. Devereux. My name's Chase. Oh, is it? <laughs> Squirt a little soda water on the sugar. Did you put the bitters in? I will now. Now put the soda water in, and then uh, look for some lemon peel, will ya? Have I gotta do all the work? Man, I wish I could think of an idea for Sam's story. Just what do you mean by that? I mean, let's suppose for a moment that you are Devro. Pretend you are. Try to get into the feeling of the story. I've done that a million times and nothing happens. Well, it won't hurt to try again. I suppose. Well, what shall we do? Devro is supposed to be writing a novel, isn't he? Yes. Well, pretend you're Devro and we'll try a little dialogue as Kerrigan and Devro. By George, I never thought of that, Mr. Kerrigan. Maybe it'll work. All right, now. Imagine I've just come in. I mean, Kerrigan has just come in. As you've written it. You got to the point where I, where Kerrigan, turned on the lights. I'll go over there and stand there. Maybe I'd better turn them off and turn them back on again, huh? Make it more realistic? Sure. Try it that way. All right. There. Off. Now, are you ready? Got your lines? Go ahead. Reach for the telephone. Yes? I wouldn't touch that if I were you. And why not? Because I'll kill you if you do, Devro. You will, huh? How? I came up here to kill you anyway, my friend. And I What are you gonna kill me with? I might strangle you, Devro. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. How did you get in here? A strip of cardboard between the door and the frame, my dear chap. It does wonders. Even with your electronically controlled locks. 
I see. Well, I have a revolver in this desk drawer. You lie. I know you have not. I tell you, I have. Oh, yes? Where is it? I, uh, I... You are a miserable liar. Hey, you don't have to be so doggone realistic. You are a miserable liar. Uh, uh, well, uh, Sit still, Devereaux. I've got friends within call, and I, uh, I'll... You lie. I know there's nobody in this place except you and me. And what are you gonna do about it? I'll tell you, Devereaux. Go ahead. Have you forgotten a few facts? What facts? Have you forgotten how I went to prison in your place 15 years ago? You were guilty. I wasn't. <laughs> you know that's true, Kerrigan. You were as guilty as I. Hey, how did, how did you know about that? You were as guilty as I, and for the 15 years that I suffered in prison, now you are going to pay. What are you going to do? I'm going to torture you just as I was tortured. I'm going to see you die a thousand deaths in anticipation before I bestow upon you the priceless gift of death. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute till I write that down. That's, that's swell. <laughs> I am going to kill you, Devereaux. No, don't put the lemon peel in till I get the sugar crushed. Yeah, that's it. Cut it in long strings. How how much do you put in an old fashioned? Oh, about a piece of two inches long in each one. Think of an idea for Sam's story yet? Well, that's swell as far as it goes, but we haven't got an idea how we killed him yet. We'll come to that. I hope so. Oh, we'll get it all right. We've got a good start now. How did you know about the prison business, Kerrigan? You startled me when you rattled it off. You, you never saw the earlier chapters. You've been sending it down chapter by chapter to your publisher, haven't you? Uh, do you work for my publisher? In a way, yes. Oh, I... I see them. Shall we go on? Sure. It's kind of fun. <laughs> All right. Start from where we left off. Yeah, you said, I'm going to kill you, Devereaux. I'm going to kill you, Devereaux. You're not frightening me at all, Kerrigan. Oh, I'm going to do much more than frighten you, my friend. I doubt that. You'll beg and scream for death before I'm done with you. Would you mind informing me just how you're going to murder me? In a very, very horrible way. You thought I'd die in that prison, didn't you? You thought I'd never get out. You bribed and lied and swore false oaths and did everything you possibly could. You're very dramatic, Karen. I would advise you, Devereaux, to spend your few remaining moments in prayer rather than in bandying words with me. <laughs> I say, you really should be an actor, my dear fellow. <laughs> yes, but I was a convict, a felon, an outcast for all the best years of my life, and now I'm going to play a new part. And that is? A murderer. Rather, an executioner. For if ever a man deserved to die, you, Devereaux, are he, and die you shall. I suppose you know you're not frightening me in the least, Kerrigan. No. <laughs> but I shall frighten you before my job is done. I doubt it. 
We shall see. First, before I kill you, though, I want money. I have no money. Liar. I don't give money to every panhandler that approaches me. But to this very special panhandler, my dear fellow? I won't give you a cent. Oh, yes, you will. Get out your checkbook. How? <laughs> How much do you want? Every cent you have. Look here now. Devereaux, if it were not for me, you would have nothing. Where did you get the capital to set yourself up as a writer? Answer me. None of your business. You got it from the loot of the last job we pulled together. The job that I paid for with 15 years of my life. So what? So, write a check for your entire bank balance. Now. I won't. You will. Now. Well, if I do, will you promise to go away and not... <laughs> not... <laughs> Here. Here's the check. Now go away. The last will and testament of Mr. Devereux, the well-known author that met his... Swell. Wait, now... I'm not through with you yet, Devereux. Shall I use the jigger or the little end of the gadget? Use the big end? Make them good and strong. We've got to get some inspiration. I'll do it. You get some ice and see if there are any maraschino cherries in the ice box. If you wouldn't talk so much, I could think of an idea for Sam's story. Well, now, we're about ready to get down to killing the guy. Get any inspirations yet? I think I have an idea. Swell. What is it? Let's go on with our acting for a little bit more. All right. Say, this is working out all right. Let's see what I've got written now. I'm not through with you yet, Devereaux, Kerrigan hissed. Oh, you can't hiss that. He, uh, graded. Yeah, graded, that's it. Kerrigan graded. <laughs> all right. Go ahead. All right. No, I'm not through with you yet, Devereaux. I am grateful to you for your little remembrance in your will. But now we have a task to perform. What are you going to do? I'm going to kill you. Hey, don't forget about bloodstains now. I've got to have bloodstains. Don't worry about that, Devereaux. There will be blood. Plenty. You've got the money now, Kerrigan. Won't you go and leave me alone now? You've got your revenge. I have part of my revenge, Devereaux. Don't kill me. Please don't. Kill me. Kerrigan! The police will come and they will find you dead in your locked penthouse apartment. They'll have to break down the doors. They'll find you weltering in your own blood. Alone. And they'll wonder. They'll wonder who murdered you. Don't forget about fingerprints, Kerrigan. What do I care about fingerprints? By the time you are missed and the police are called and your apartment broken into, I'll be in South America, in some little forgotten town, as a new man. And then... The south of France, paid for by my dear friend, Devereux, the novelist. You'll never get away with it, Kerrigan. Think not? You can't get away with murder. You almost got away with it, didn't you, Devereux? You thought I would die. You thought I'd never see the outside of those prison walls again. You thought- You know, something just occurred to me, Kerrigan. Yes? I might murder you. <laughs> you? <laughs> 
perhaps I will. And how will you murder me, my friend? I don't know, but I'm as big a man as you, and- You forget that I have fifteen years in prison. Good hard manual labor, Devereux. The judge said fifteen years at hard labor. And it was. You stand no chance with me. I wonder. I'm warning you. It would be worthwhile. I could live on happily with my money that you- Your money? That was my money. Every cent of it. Money that you stole from me. Fifteen thousand of it was, Kerrigan. And the check is for a hundred thousand. Well, let's just call it interest, shall we? A lot of money, Kerrigan. You and I, together, in that little place in South America, we could live well. But you're going to die. How? Remember the blood now. I'm not forgetting the blood, Devro. I am not forgetting the blood. Hey, that's good enough. Hold it. I'm not going to forget the blood. <laughs> I'm not going to forget the blood, Devro. <laughs> not going to forget the blood. <laughs> Now, where's the soda water? Here. Fine. Just squirt in each glass. Now... Better stir them, hadn't you? Yeah. Go ahead. I'll knock on the door. All right. Who was that? Who was what? I thought I saw somebody go out the other door. You're nuts. Hey, Sam, old-fashioned coming up. Uh, where is he? Sam! Turn on the lights, bud. Yeah. Hey, look. What? Sam got an awful lot done while we were mixing that drink. Look at that pile of pages. Huh? How the dickens could he have done that? He must have, though, somehow. This is page 256, and he was on page 231 when we left. I remember. But look, we were only three or four minutes mixing the drinks. Hey, Sam. Inspiration. Where could he have gone? Hey, look here. He... He finished it. Finished what? The story. Look, the last page here. I'll be. Listen. I say you shall die, screamed Kerrigan. Devereux writhed in horror as the other's face was thrust into his own. No, 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 he screamed. Devereux chuckled again. You shall die, he said. Devereux felt clutching fingers at his throat. He began to scream again, but it was too late. Great fangs met in his throat and the bright blood. My lord. Boy, he sure got a payoff, didn't he? Woof! Ugh, terrible. Hey, Sam! This is a knockout! Sam! Bud, look. Behind that chair. What? Uh, a foot sticking out. Gosh! What can it... S -s -s Sam! Blood! Bud, look, look at his throat! All torn out! And that concludes our reincarnation of the Locked Room Mystery and another episode of the Reincarnated Radio Podcast. I'd like to thank my cast for helping me bring this script back to life, and new episodes of the Reincarnated Radio Podcast can be found every Thursday on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and Spotify. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram so you never miss an announcement, and leave us a review while you're at it. Tell us what you think. Hopefully we raised a hair or two. But for now, that's it for me, 
Dave Stishin, and the rest of us at the Reincarnated Radio Podcast, where we scared your grandpappy first. Thank <laughs> you.